There was once a man who loved things that were mm, mm, sweet as honey. There was once a woman who loved things that were mm, mm, sour as lemon. Now it happened that one day that man and that woman met, and they discovered that there was something that they both loved. They both loved sour lemon jello that had been sweetened with honey. So they got married, and they lived happily together, sharing with each other the sweet and sour things of life that they loved so much. Ah, but they were not wholly happy. Mm -mm. For they wanted a child to make a family, to share the sweet and sour things of life with. So they would do as husband and wife sometimes do, they would wish and dream of a child while they were standing about in their kitchen preparing their meals. They'd stand in the kitchen in the morning squeezing juice and sipping coffee, wishing and dreaming of a child. They'd stand in the kitchen in the afternoon spreading sandwiches, wishing and dreaming of a child. They'd stand in the kitchen in the evenings preparing dinner, wishing and dreaming of a child. And late at night, they would stand together in their kitchen making sour lemon jello sweetened with honey, wishing and dreaming of a child. Now, they did this so often that soon their kitchen came to be filled up with all their dreams and their wishes. Oh, there were dreams and wishes in the cupboard, on the counter, in the clock, in the sink, and in the refrigerator. Especially in the refrigerator, because, you know, your wishes and your dreams last longer in there. <laughs> and one night, there were enough wishes and dreams in that kitchen for magic to happen. And as they were making sour lemon jello sweetened with honey, she said, Oh, how I wish we had a child. Why, even a child made out of jello would be better than none. And he said, Yes. It is not so much the face and form of the child that matters as the heart and soul inside. So they made that jello, set it in the refrigerator, and then went to sleep. And that night, the magic happened. And in the morning, when they came into the kitchen and they opened up the refrigerator for breakfast, out of the refrigerator popped. A little boy, all made out of yellow jello. Mother, father, he said. The woman said, oh, Be careful what you wish for. The man said, Son, welcome to the family. Oh, now they were a family at last, and as happy as a family could be. Now, because their little boy was all made out of yellow jello, they named him Little Yellow Jello Fellow. Yeah, and because he was all made out of yellow jello, Little Yellow Jello Fellow lived in their refrigerator. So they cleared off an entire shelf just for him, and they made him a bed out of a butter dish, a pillow from a marshmallow, a blanket from a slice of bologna, and they made him a playground, too. They made him a climber out of carrot sticks. They made him a slide out of lettuce leaves. They made him a swing, which was a soda cracker hanging from spaghetti noodles. 
And they gave him a little margarine tub full of cottage cheese that he could just kind of mess about in. And he played happily in that playground for hours. But he did not spend all of his time playing. Oh, no, little yellow jello fellow was the most helpful little fellow that a parent could wish for. Why, he always kept his refrigerator neat and tidy, which meant they hardly ever had to defrost. And at the end of the week, when it was time to go grocery shopping, why, little yellow jello fellow was always ready with a list of exactly what was needed from the grocery store. But now, because he was all made out of yellow jello, little yellow jello fellow especially loved things that were cold. Ooh, he could soak for hours in a tub filled with chipped ice. Ah. And then he'd giggle with glee when his mother and father would dry him off in their salad spinner. And sometimes for a special treat, they would let him climb up into the freezer. For there, he could skate across the ice trays, sled down the chicken backs, and make snowmen out of the freezer frost. But, you know, despite all of these delights, his favorite thing in all the world was to read. He had a collection of miniature classics balanced between the ketchup and mustard bottles at the back of the room. And he would sit up late at night in his butter dish bed, leaning against his marshmallow pillow, his legs tucked under his bologna blanket, reading by the light bulb of the refrigerator. Yeah, he especially loved reading stories of heroes and adventures like Robin Hood and Three Musketeers. But, you know, sometimes he would shut his books and set them aside and then sigh. (sighs) How I wish I could have a real adventure like all the heroes in these stories that I read. Well, now, his mother and father could see that he was sometimes sad. And so, to cheer him up, they made for him an adventure outfit. They made him a cape from a red bandana, a helmet from a ketchup bottle cap, a shield from a soup can lid, and a sword from a fine point pen. For you may have heard it said that the pen is mightier than the sword. And this he could wear around his waist with a red shoestring. And now that he had this adventure outfit, he was cheered up, no, and for now, he could practice in the event that he did meet with a real adventure. Oh, and he practiced and practiced. He spent long hours lunging at the muffins, ambushing the casseroles, hiding behind the condiments, and he soon became nimble-footed and quick-witted. Ah, but still, late at night, he would shut his books and set them aside and sigh. How, how I wish for a real adventure. But be careful what you wish for. For in that neighborhood there were sometimes robbers. Mean men who would break into a home, take whatever they could get their hands on. And one night... Just as little yellow jello fellow was shutting his book and setting it aside, he heard a sound from the kitchen window. A scraping, scratching sound like somebody trying to get in. (gasps) Robbers, he thought. Immediately he threw back his baloney blanket. He put on his cape, his cap, his shield, and his sword. He grabbed a cube of butter and sliced it up into a hundred little butter pats. And then he took the stack of butter pats, slipped out of the refrigerator, and moved very quickly across the kitchen floor, spreading butter pats all about the tiles of the kitchen floor. 
and once the floor was buttered, he slipped back into the refrigerator, pulling the door shut, just as the kitchen window squeaked open. And then, into the dark kitchen on the cool night air, he could hear low, mean voices. Yeah, Ralph, you did it again, Ralph. You had the best at breaking in, Ralph. I'm sticking with you from now on because you can break into any place. Yeah, Louis, it's like this, you see. The way I figure it. Folks always lock the front door. They lock the back door. They lock the car door. Nobody ever locks the kitchen. Breaking into kitchen's a piece of cake. Yeah, it's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. It's a piece of, you know, speaking of cake. Breaking into kitchen's all the time always works on my appetite. And I'd do a better job on a full stomach. What do you say we get something to eat in the kitchen before we get to work in the rest of the house? Good idea, Louie. I could do it a bite myself. I'll tell you what. I'll check out the cupboards. You check out the refrigerator. <sighs> Little yellow jello fellow didn't have a chance to hide. He stood still. He stared straight ahead. The refrigerator door swung open. And then in the cold white light from the refrigerator... He saw the mean, lean face of that robber looking down at him. Hey, Ralph! You'll never guess what they got here in their refrigerator. Got themselves a piece of jello, dressed it up like a little fellow and everything. Ain't that something? <laughs> you never know what you're going to find in people's houses, huh? Hey, you know, I bet it tastes real good. I think I'll start with dessert tonight. Yeah. That robber's fingers began to reach in and close around. Little yellow jello fellow. What happened next happened very quickly and all at once. For just as Louie was reaching in to grab little yellow jello fellow Ralph, who was sneaking across the kitchen floor, stepped onto some of that butter, slipped, and bumped into the oven, which turned on the bake timer. At the sound of that noise, Louie turned and little yellow jello fellow took out his sword and attacked. Louie felt a sharp pain in his hand. He turned back just in time to see little yellow jello fellow leap into his face and stick there the way the jello would. And so, momentarily blinded, Louis staggered back, stepped onto some of the butter himself, and slipped under the sink. But little yellow jello fellow leapt from Louis to Ralph, from Ralph to Louis, from the ankle to the shin, from the knee to the nose. And before they knew what had hit them, those two robbers were out cold. And when his mother and father came into the kitchen to see what all the noise was, they found... Little yellow jello fellow standing triumphantly astride the two stunned thieves. Mother, father, he said. I've had a real adventure at last. Oh, little yellow jello fellow, they said. You're such a fine little fellow. Ah, mother, father, he said. How I wish I were a real fellow. Why, if I were a real fellow, I could sleep in a real room. I could play on a real playground. I could go to a real school. I could grow up. The way real children do. And that is when the magic happened for the last time. For just then, out of the open refrigerator door, there came drifting all the leftover dreams and wishes. They gathered around little yellow jello fellow, and in a flash, where just a moment before there had been a little boy all made out of yellow jello, there now stood a fine young boy made out of flesh and bone. Ha, ha, ha! Mother, father, look! I am a real boy. Now I can sleep in a real room. I can play on a real playground. I can go to a real school. I can grow up the way real children do. You know, that is what he said. 
and that is what he did. But ever after that, whenever that boy, and later in life that man, was seen to cry, whether for sadness or for happiness, his eyes would fill up with golden tears. Tears that were sometimes sour as lemon and sometimes sweet as honey. <laughs>